Thank you. Look at your neighbor and tell them to invite someone. Invite someone. Maybe bring two people. All right, all right. Okay, guys, so you guys know every week we talk about it, prizes, okay? If you bring one visitor in one night, you get one prize, okay? Who has this memorized by now? Like, who has this memorized? Okay, uh, Lala, come up here, please. Lala, come up here. Come up here. Don't look at the screen. Lala, if you bring five visitors in one night, what do you get? My gosh, get up for Lala. Lala, if you bring five visitors and you get $100, what are you going to do with it? I'm going shopping. You're going to go shopping? Where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. Are you taking me with? Maybe. Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're done. You're done. She said maybe. I don't know if she gets $100, okay? Okay, but if you bring eight visitors in one night, guys, to Friday and to Life Group in one month, you get a what? All right, how many of my peoples in here like pizza? Thank you, thank you. All right, so please hook a sister up and bring some people, okay? Because I would like some pizza, all right? And the Platinum Prize, if you bring the most visitors before July 3rd, we're going to scholarship you to our mission trip. We are going to go to Nolens, baby, okay? So if you guys want to come with us, start saving up, okay? And bring some people. All right, and we have a vision here to love God, love people. Look at your neighbor say, I love you. Now, don't leave your other neighbor left out. Look at the other one and say, I love you, too. All right? Loving God, loving people, okay? We love God by worshiping him, obeying his commands, and we love people by being there in their time of need and sharing the gospel with them, amen? And then we have a strategy, okay, with that vision. And that strategy is to connect you to Jesus. Get you get saved, okay? We help you to understand why Jesus died on the cross, so we connect you, okay? We connect you to Jesus, amen? And the second phase of our strategy is mentorship, all right? If you look very closely at this picture, it's Yoda. Do you guys, Yoda was like a mentor in Star Wars, okay? So we are like Yodas in your life, and we want to mentor you and help you to learn to live like Jesus, okay? That is the one-on-one. Where are my one-on-oneers at? That's what's up. You guys are on. Just do that one more time, please. All my one-on-oneers. Where my 201ers at? That's what's up, okay? 101, 201, get in it or you won't get left. And then we have a third phase in our strategy, which is to send, all right? We're going to send you out to go share the gospel and to make disciples, okay? Because that's what the Bible, that's what Jesus himself said, to go out, preach the gospel to all ends of the earth and to make disciples, amen? So that's what we are going to do. And we have a goal, and that goal is on the screen every week to have how many churches? 50 churches in Chicago. How many disciples? I like that, okay? And how many churches worldwide? That's what's up, all right, guys? That is our goal, 500, amen. And it is now time for y'all to stand up with me, all right? Reach, reach in the air, you know, just reach real high. Let's get some stretches. Now wave them in the air like you just don't care. Hey, oh, yes, there we go. So what is the time? Ten percent of your total income, and what is an offering? Whatever you offer to God after your tithe, okay, that is an offering, and I know we get a number up there. So let's see, what is this number? All right, I'm gonna pick on someone. I'm gonna pick on someone. I'm pick on someone. Um, let me let me see what's the lucky person. I want I want him. Come here, Mister. He has so much enthusiasm. All right, if you know the number, don't say it out loud because I don't want him to cheat, okay? So what is 10% of this number, brother? 
$77.07. Is he right? Oh gosh, is he right? Can we change it to make him right? Oh, you are so close, bro. It's $77.70. Clap it up for my friend, please. Clap it up, clap it up. All right, guys. $77.70, okay? Acts 20.35 is a great scripture. I want, I want to challenge you guys to remember that, okay? So how about we say it together on the count of three? Ready? Acts 20.35. One, two, three. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for tonight. We thank you for Elevate. Lord, I pray that you would bless every person in this place, God, that you would give them jobs, allowances, Lord, that you would favor them, God, so that they can give, that they can be a blessing, God. So I ask, God, that you would continue to move in their lives, that you continue to lead them and have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said? Amen. Amen. Come up as you give. Come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. They saying, but I promise that I'm cool though. I know what they saying, but I promise that I'm cool though. I know what they saying, I ain't tripping on it, man. I just can't do my thing, so I'm a different folks. Listen, IK, you know they trying to find out my MO. I tell them guys, sit me, they probably ain't get the memo. I know. I can't say that because Jesus walks, they don't play that. I know. Shouldn't be here because people rolling their trees here. I know. You can't help them, no strippers and killers welcome. I know. You can't hear it, no ignorance in my lyrics, boy, they swear I went loco, 116 still my logo, catch us rolling in that photo, gonna snap you a photo, maybe Andy Gaproto, might see Trippin' DeSoto, maybe KB, maybe t Dog. yeah, I know you don't know, though, yeah, I know they don't like me, cause I be on my Spike Lee, even when I do the right thing, they still wanna fight me, I got rest, won't they Elevate! Elevate! Woo! Alright, guys, you know what time it is right now, does anybody know what time it is? Bible quiz. All right, man, we're ready. This is what's going to happen. We're going to get you guys up here. Can I please have Billy? Billy, give it up for Billy. Woo! No, 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 not that one, not that one. Where's the person over there? And can I please have a round of applause for Gloria as she makes her way up? She acting like she forgot that she signed up. She's like, what? What's going on? I don't know what's going on. Can you just hold this for me, please? Thank you. What happened? Oh, okay, okay. It's fine. Don't worry about it. All right, guys. This is the rule. These are the rules. The rule is if you want to answer, you have to do what? Raise your hand, right? If you do not raise your hand, what happens? You get disqualified for that round. There are three questions to ask. If you win two... You are the winner, and you advance to the next round, which next round is next week. All right? So who are the winners that won last week? Does anybody know? Does anybody remember? Marie and Tito. All right. So this is going to happen, guys. All right? I have a bunch of questions right here, and I'm ready to ask you these questions. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Come on. You got to get some confidence, girl. Come on. All right. What person in the Bible was swallowed by a whale? Count to ten, Steve. 
my lord. Okay. You want to you wanna try to give it? She says she don't know. All right. Let's try another one then. This is why we have to have all these questions, you see, because some of these questions we don't know. So, what? That's a hard question. Man, what's going on here, <laughs> Jerry? What's going? On? What happened? Okay, well, I'm not telling. You're not gonna use that one anymore. All right. No, those are okay. Yeah, okay. I would do that. We'll do that. All right. You guys ready? Which fruit did Adam and Eve eat from? Is it A, an apple, B, a plum, C, a banana, or D, is it not specified? So who, ro who rose their hand first? Gloria? Okay. Say it loud. And no. So it's not that answer. You got three choices, Billy. Come on, man. It can't get any easier than this. Come on, man. Not specified. Okay, you guys can't give the answer, okay? That's like cheating, basically. Is that the answer, Steve? He said not specified. That is the answer, right? Everybody give it for, for, for Billy. We're watching you, Billy. We're watching you. No, no, keep coming, keep coming. No, not yet. No, we gotta, you gotta answer two. At least, at least get two right. All right, let's see over here. Man, these questions. All right. No, he got one right. No, you gotta get two right. Okay. Whose wife in the Old Testament turned into a pillar of salt? Was it A. Lot's wife, B. Abraham's wife, C. Noah's wife, or D. David's wife? Ten seconds. No, that's not correct. <laughs> Speak louder into the mic. No, that's not right. All right. So you got three. <laughs> but they don't hear you, you know, so they got to hear. Come on, Billy. You got three. Ten seconds. Give him ten seconds. She can guess again. What is it? No, that's not incorrect. No, it's, it is not Abram's wife. I'm so sorry, guys. We're going to give this one more chance. It was actually Lot's wife. Lot's wife. Okay. Man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's too late now. They had, they had signed up already. This is the last question. If you don't get it right, then Billy automatically then wins because he had at least one right. Gosh, man. Gosh. <laughs> That's a technicality and a half right there. We got time. We got to go through this, all right? Okay. Who baptized Jesus? Ten seconds, Steve. Yes? 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 All right, guys, sit down. Please, please, please. Billy goes to the next round by technicality, but don't give him a hand clap, all right? Don't give him a hand clap. No, don't do it. Don't do it. 
That's the opposite of what we want to happen. <laughs> we want to shame. <laughs> no candy for everyone. No, actually, give some candy to Gloria. Give some candy to Gloria, please. All right. Can I please get the one, the only, the Mr. Sanchez up in the house? Come on, everybody give it for Mr. Sanchez. And what I want is he, is he around? I can't see him. I can't see his face. Am I, am I missing his face? Where's Joby at? Joby, give it up for Joby. Joby, 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 Joby. All right. Now you guys get the hard questions. And this is how it's going to happen. If you don't answer any of them, you both are not going, all right? You both are not going on next round. So this is serious, okay, guys? This is it right here. Does everybody know who, who these guys are? These guys are 201 leaders right here. Everyone say 201. Come on, man. That's 201 right there. You hold the title of the 201 leader. All right, first question. In Genesis, God promises to never flood the earth again. What did he use to mark his promise? What symbol? Seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, guys. I don't know what's going on anymore. Do you read your Bible? You read your Bible. All right, all right, all right. What if I give a hint? Can I give a hint? Okay. I want you to pay attention. Pay attention to what I'm doing. Pay attention to what I'm doing. What is it? A rainbow. Is that correct? That's correct. Everybody give it for Joby. Okay. Oh, behave. Look at the wrist. All right. Second question. Which disciple betrayed Jesus? You got to raise up your hand. Okay. Betrayed Jesus. Judas. Judas who? Judas Iscariot. Is that correct? That is correct. Oh, give it up for Julian. He redeemed himself. No, 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 no. The, the next person gets to go to the second round. This is taking way longer than it should have been, okay? All right. The last question. The last question, guys. Everybody give it up for the last question. Woo! All right. Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Who declared that Jesus was the Messiah out of his 12 disciples? Peter. Is Peter correct? Everybody give it up for Joby! Woo! Redeeming himself, redeeming himself. <laughs> All right. 
So we got Jovi and we got Billy and all of them, all right? So please give some candy to, not to Jovi, give some candy to this guy. He doesn't get no candy. No, no, you give, take that candy away from him. Take that candy away from him. The moral of the story is read your Bible, especially if you're in 101. Not even especially. If, just you, if you want Jesus, read your Bible, okay? Don't make no excuses. Can you guys hold this for me? Thank you. All righty, guys. We're going to continue on in our series that we've been talking about the last week, and it's called, what is the name of the, service, uh, the, the sermon series called? Truth. Truth above all, right? Anybody get anything from last week's sermon? Woo! Okay. Other guys are like, no, I didn't get anything out of that sermon. Somebody used it today. You see, that's what it's about. Because when you talk to people, people have questions. What do you have to do? You've got to be able to give them answers. Is that, is that, do we just kind of look at them and we're like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll just talk to my pastor about it and I don't care. No, right? We're supposed to know the answers. Let's open up in prayer before we get into the sermon. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time right now, Lord. We we just magnify you and we exalt you in this place, God. We ask that you would just be here in this, in this time, that your spirit would come, that people would learn more about your truth, God, that people would come and they would be fed with the word of God today, God, that they would go forth from this place and be able to proclaim the truth of God in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Awesome, awesome. Today we're talking about truth. Last week we were talking about existence, but this week we're talking about truth. Now, when we talk about truth, there usually are two problems when it comes to truth. The first one is, oh man, look at this. Already my phone's all jacking up, all jacked up here. Sorry guys, technology. You can just go to the next slide, please. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> all right, the first one is, what is truth? And the second question, or the second problem is, which version of truth is correct? So if you ever talk to somebody about God, they're going to usually say something like, what is truth? What's the point of life? What is the meaning of these, these kinds of things? What is truth? How do I know that it's actually from the church, from the Bible, from, from God? What is the truth? And the second problem that people run into is the simple thing of which version of truth is correct? If you say that you're, you're true and, every, and the Bible is true, then what about Muslims? What about the person who reads from the Quran? What about the atheists? What about those people? Are they wrong too? Is that the version of truth that I should listen to? Which version of truth should I even follow? These are the types of things that we have problems with. And today, we don't understand these things. And even in the churches sometimes, we don't teach them. We don't say that this is the actual truth. Why? Because it is God's reality, because it's God's fact about who we are, what we're supposed to do in this place. So I'm just going to define really quickly what truth is. Truth are facts corresponding to God's created order and this revelation in Scripture. You can even make it a different word. You can put a different word there. You can say facts corresponding to the universe. You can just say that if you wanted to. But that is what truth is. There are facts about the universe. There are facts about where we are. There are facts about it. It's not just some, we don't know exactly what's going on. It's no, there are actual facts about things. And the problem is that people don't think there are facts about the universe. People don't think that there are facts about who we are or what this place is about. But there are facts corresponding to God's created order. That is what the truth is. The truth is not some hard thing to find. If God created the universe, then he obviously knows the point of the universe. That there are facts about it. 
So God knows these things. They're inside of that. And it's revealed in Scripture. The Bible says this. In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Before we can even talk about truth, before we can even talk about what even knowledge is, the Bible says that the, the fear of the Lord is beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning of it. But fools despise it. Fools don't want it. So what this means is that if you don't want God, if you don't want to believe in God, what happens is that you don't even have the, the beginning premise, the beginning step for you to even understand knowledge. But fools, they despise it. They want to have their own mix into it. Anybody know what a fool is? Anybody want to guess what a fool is? Not, I'm not saying you know who a fool is in your life. I'm just saying, does anybody know what a fool is? Let's calm down, everybody. Let's calm down. A fool is somebody who acts dumb on purpose. Somebody who acts dumb on purpose. Somebody who is stupid on purpose. is even a harder way to say it, but that's what the Bible says. It is people who act dumb on purpose, who don't want to listen to what the real answer is. They don't want to listen to it. They want to do it their own way. And so what happens is that when they do it their own way, they look dumb on purpose. Henceforth, that's what it's called. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. But the person who understands that God created the universe, that God created everything, they understand that's the beginning of knowledge. It's not something I make up. Now I start to make my own facts about the, the thing that happened in the past or why am I here. I don't make my own facts about it. I don't make my own truth about it. But who makes the truth? It's God who makes the truth. God makes the truth. And when we just simply receive it, we understand it then. God shows us what the truth is. Anybody get that? People don't want God. People don't want to follow God. I'm going to just talk briefly about this slide. I don't want to talk about everything about it. But look, truth is this. God has enabled us to understand facts about the created order. These are some things that I want you just to put in your notes, some things that I could easily talk about. But I think that the best thing to do is to look it up, to realize, you know, to study it, and to be able to go more in depth on your own time. But basically, because of God and his created order, we understand things like laws of logic, common sense, basically. And also, because of God's created order, we can have things like uniformity of nature. So today is the same as yesterday and tomorrow and all those things. It's just the way it is. And also, truth shows us why we exist and what exists. Now, I understand that that might be a few, like, a, might be a little deep right now. But I want to ask you a question. If I say that my name is Ali, would you agree? Well, you might be like, I don't know what your name is. So I don't know if you're lying or not, right? But let's say it was true. My name is Ellie. So my name is Ellie, right? Okay. Now that you know that that is the truth, what if I said to you, I'm not Ellie? What would you say? I'm lying, right? What if I said, you, said to you that I am not Ellie, but I am Ellie as well? It doesn't make sense, right? You, you see, that's what I'm saying. Common sense. God created common sense. It's part of the truth is what things are. So, Brian, I want Brian to come up real quick. Everybody give it for Brian. 
we're going to just do something, right? I want you to know your truth now, okay, about my day, okay? Whatever you think I did, now you're going to say that's the truth, all right? So just think about it right now. I'm going to tell you what I did today. I woke up, I ate some food, and then I started reading the Bible, and then after that, man, I forgot what I did. Then I went to Home Depot. That's what I did today. Brian, what did I do today? You woke up, read your Bible, ate some food, and went to Home Depot. You know, I'm just give a little bit more like a different alternative universe. That's like something crazy I did. Oh, ah. Mm. You played basketball, broke your knee, and went to the hospital. <laughs> so I basically was Eric Rose for today. <laughs> right? So, now one of us is telling the truth, right? Unless I made my story up, but one of us will be telling the truth. Let's just say for the sake of the argument that what I said was true. I know what is true because I lived there, right? I was there. Does Brian know what was true? He wasn't there. Maybe he, maybe he would have been there, but he wasn't there today. Oh, everybody give it Brian. <laughs> my point is that there are ways that you can tell. The truth is the truth. It's just people can attest to it. It's a fact. But other times, people don't want to go with the truth. They don't want what the facts are. So they make things up or they act like they were there or, or they try to change it. But the fact of the matter is that, for instance, Brian wasn't there with me today. So he would not know what I went through today. But I can tell you guys from, from my experience, this is what the truth is. The truth was that I read my Bible for a few hours and then I went to go to Home Depot to buy paint. That's what I did today. And then I came to church, and then I saw, who was the first person I saw? I saw Julian, and I, I was eating, like, McDonald's as I was, like, just hanging out with, like, with Julian. And that's what I was doing today, literally. You see, the whole point is that the truth of God is that God was there. He understands it. He is showing us the facts about created order. But there are people who say, I don't believe that. I don't believe that you were there, God. Or I don't believe that that's what the truth is. And so they make up their own facts about the universe. They make up their own facts about what is actually true. And that is not the right thing to do. Why? Because God is the one who is in place. God is the one who's actually showing what is true. He was there from the beginning, wasn't he? If he created the heavens and the earth, who was there? It was God. It wasn't Julian. It wasn't Tony, right? Tony wasn't like just in the sky before, like from, you know, like the thousands of years ago. He was just in the sky and he's like, here I am, guys. I'm, my name is Tony, vivid, and I'm here. This is the truth. No, God was there. You guys understand what I'm saying? And then we move further along. When Jesus came around, this is what Jesus said. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus now makes a statement that's pretty hard to sometimes to even live by. Some people have a hard time seeing this. But if Jesus is the truth, if Jesus is the one that we're supposed to understand, he is the way, the truth, he's the one that I have to follow, what happens now? Now there's not many more options anymore, is there? We thought that truth was this thing that we all could kind of grab on and say, well, I know what truth is. Let me, let me tell you what truth is. And another person comes and he says, well, no, this is my side of what truth is. But no, that's not how it goes. Jesus is saying, I am the truth. I am the way, I am the life. You need to come to me if you want to get to the Father. You see, 
God is the truth. We have a hard time seeing that in today's culture. We have a hard time seeing that in the places that we go. Because the truth sometimes is hard to to really accept it. Sometimes it's really hard to accept who God is in our lives. Sometimes it's really hard to believe that there is a God in heaven who loves us, like a God in heaven who created the universe. Sometimes it's hard for us to believe that, and so we try to make up our own truths. We try to say, well, God is not really real then, so I'm going to act however I want to act, and that's what I'm going to do. But you see, that's not understanding truth. As I said last week, even if you put your head inside the sand, doesn't mean that the problems go away, that truth somehow stops. If I go in the middle of a field, all of a sudden, does that mean that the middle, I'm, I stop to exist, or am I there now in the field? I am there in the field now. Likewise, wherever you go, truth is there. Truth is underneath the rocks. Truth is underneath your fingernails right now. Everywhere you go, there is truth. You cannot outrun truth. You cannot outrun God and his created order. You cannot outrun the facts about who God is or why we are here. That is just the way it is. There is a God in heaven who loves you, who wants to know you, who wants you to be in fellowship with him. But you have to decide if you are actually going to be with him, if you're going to follow him. If you don't want to follow him, go ahead then and then just put your head in the sand and say, well, I don't really care. Because as we've seen before, as we talked about it in previous months in Elevate, what happens if you reject God? What happens if you say no to God? Anybody want to guess? You reject God, then you go to a place where there is God, where God is not for eternity. Where is that place? It's in hell. People are like, oh, well, you're talking about hell now. You're going to make me feel scared now. I wasn't ready for this. Oh, my gosh, now. Well, guess what? Hell is reality as well. Hell is a true place. I'm not making up hell. I'm not just reading it in some book and saying that's what hell is. No, hell is an actual place. It's really happening right now. It's really there right now. People are really there right now. People that you've known or people who known you are there right now. Suffering right now and torment right now, not because of Oh, I, I missed out. I didn't know what to do. No, because they knew that they were rejecting God. They didn't want God. That's what the truth is. Which version of the truth is correct? Is it the person who was there? Or is it the person who wasn't there? Is it the person who created everything? Or was it the person who doesn't even know everything because they're rejecting the beginning of knowledge, which is God? The Bible says this in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Here, the Bible is saying something. The word of God is saying something. Everybody in this place, this scripture verse is for you. You might say, well, I look at the Bible sometimes, I don't know if something's for me. I, I turned it to numbers, and it just talked about a bunch of numbers with the clans and all that stuff, and I didn't know that was for me. But this is actually for you. This is what God is trying to say to every single person in this place. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy that depends on human tradition rather than on Christ. What does that mean, hollow and deceptive philosophy, things that don't lead to truth, things that don't really edify who you're supposed to be? You can go ahead and learn about other 
things like atheism. You can go ahead and learn about other things like evolution where people believe, whatever you want to do. But the thing is that scripture is saying to you, do not be captive by it. Don't be fooled by it. There is more truth behind what you're learning in the, in the Bible through church, through uh, people who are actually know what they're talking about, then through the hollow and deceptive philosophies of the world. You can go to a university. You, majority of people here are going to grow up, right? And they're going to get to 18 years old or whenever they want to go to college. And what happens when you go to college? Even right now in high school is what is happening right now. People are telling you, this is who you are. You're just an ape. You're just some parts of uh, some goo, and then you went to the zoo, and then now you're you, right? Remember like we talked about last week? What the scripture verse is saying here, don't be captive by that. Don't fall into the, the hollow and deceptive philosophy. Because if you believe that you're just an animal, then what's the point of you even living right then, right? What's the point of you even going ahead and caring about people or treating people the right way or believing that there's a God in heaven? There's no point then. You're just an animal. You're just like a cat or like an, a dog. Who cares? Just kick the cat. Kick the dog, and that's what matters. Right? don't hurt animals, okay, if you're thinking that. <laughs> I love my cat. I love my cat. My cat is, is awesome. But then again, do I love my cat like how I love my wife? No, obviously not, not at all. I love, I love my wife. I really love my wife. My cat is cool. I, I like my cat. If you have your Bibles, please go to Jeremiah chapter 9. Verse 4. The reason why I'm asking you to go to your Bibles, if you have them, is I want you to highlight this verse. Okay, don't just say, like, well, well it's right there in front of me, so I don't want to do that because it's right already given for me. It's like the karaoke screen. It's like, you know, the cheater, the cheat sheet and all that. No, I'm not saying that. I want you to go and highlight it. Please do that. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 4 through 6. And this is what that scripture verse says. It says, beware of your friends. Do not trust in anyone in your clan. For every one of them is a deceiver and every friend a slanderer. Friend deceives friend and no one speaks the truth. Everyone say truth. They have taught their tongues to lie. They weary themselves in, with sinning. You live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. If what I was saying was true a few minutes ago, that God is the one who determines truth, that he is the one who's given us the truth, that God is the one who has the facts, then this is a fact right now. That God wants you to be careful when it comes to hanging around with friends that don't believe in him. Why? Because they don't have God in them, so their natural tendency is to be what? A sinner, a person who's lost, a person who doesn't want God. And so when you have that person, God is saying here, beware of that. Every one of them is a deceiver, and everyone is slanderer. Friend deceives friend, and no one speaks the truth. Now, you might be saying, that's kind of hard, man. Like, I know my friends. They're pretty cool. They wouldn't lie to me. They wouldn't mistreat me or things like that. 
But I want you to think about it. If God is true, if the word of God is true, are they leading you this way? Or are they making you an opposite way? Are they making, are they helping you understand the word of God or are they taking you away from the word of God? This could happen also with relatives, with family members, with parents, who can be with girlfriends, with boyfriends. It does not matter. What matters is this, is that you have to be aware of the things that are going on. You have to protect the truth that you're entrusted with. You know the truth. You're walking in the truth. You are set free to understand the truth. But what you're supposed to do is be aware of it, protect it, guard it. Don't just go around and just be with anybody just because that's what you think that what's cool or whatever. There's things that are more important than being cool. There's things that, believe it or not, there are things that are more important than being cool. I know some of you guys are like, no, nah, man, I got, like, I got my suit all nice and all that, like, like uh, Steve with his, uh, with his white shoes and all that stuff today. Steve, come on, show us your white shoes real quick. Yeah. His <laughs> case was, no. He's like, I have to come to Elevate looking hot today, man, all right? I got to come. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing. You might say, but, I mean, like, what's the point? The truth is just kind of lame. God is kind of lame. I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to follow God. What's the point of that? What's the point? What's the point of me following God when my friends make it so much funner? When everybody is saying this is so much better? What's the point of following the truth if you can just live in the lie and be okay? What's the point of that? Anybody ever thought that in this place? What's the point of doing the truth? What's the point for living for God? What's the point? It's not as good. I don't get to sleep around. I don't get to do crazy cocaine and things. I don't know what to get to. <laughs> I know. I just had to put it out there, you know, like, I don't know. You're like 14, year old, 14 years old, and you're like, I'm just going to snort this line right now. <laughs> you know. It can happen, okay? Listen, listen, I know that you're thinking this is crazy. You're like, oh, my gosh, but there are people who are doing it, okay? I'm not here, I'm not here to not. I don't know you like that, okay? You might be lying. You might be that person, okay? I just want to let you know that's wrong. Okay? Yeah, the per someone, somebody, somebody here is, like, laughing. They're like, ha, ha, ha. But they're like, oh, my gosh, he knows now. He knows my lies. He knows what I'm doing. It's just an example, guys, okay? You're right, because, you know, more likely, like, you're going to smoke blunt or something like that. Yeah, so cool. We're going to hang out at the steps at our school or, like, some place where we like to hang around, and we're just going to smoke a blunt, you know? You just get high, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome, man. It really is. No, no, no. Don't shake your head. Come on. It's cool, man. You know God blessed every seed-bearing plant. <laughs> Dude, man, that's the I'm I'm connecting with God more than you are, man. When I'm smoking that blunt, dude, I'm I'm in I'm in communion with the, the Trinity, man. I'm communion with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, man. Oh Lord, people actually live that way. People say that is okay, but that's not what the Bible says. 
point is that? Have you ever thought to yourself? And Stephanie, can you come up to the to the thingy? <laughs> thingy. <laughs> I'm trying to think about something else, and I had to think about that as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Now you guys are learning more about me now. That, is that how I talk when I'm at home, Leilani? All the time, right? Like you're in the middle of asking me a question, and I'm like, yeah, can you please go uh, pet the thingy right there? <laughs> oh, you mean the cat? Yes, go pet the cat. Yes. Everybody can stand up. All jokes aside, I mean, I know, we just we went from over here and we're just over here somewhere and we're not, we're in some land that's not even close to what this sermon was really about anymore. If you ever thought to yourself, what's the point of doing the right thing? What's the point of living in the truth when the lie is so much better? I don't want you to raise your hand. I just want you just to simply just say, that's me in your heart. There's a movie a, a while ago. It's called The Matrix. Anybody ever watch here The Matrix? Who was the name of the guy who betrayed them? The kind of Judas inside the movie. Cypher. Cypher. Why did Cypher betray them? If Cypher was living in the real world, he was able to go into the real world. He was in the lie. Why did he want to go back into the lie? the light looked better. It seemed better. In the real world, there was no stake. There was nothing like that. It was just this gloomy place, really blue. No, no sunshine ever shone through. And now, in the Matrix, he could have the stake. He can be with the big family, the nice family. He doesn't have to be on a run from machines. It looked better. And he could just live his life in that place. I want to tell you today is to actually the opposite when it comes to God. The truth is that when you receive God, when you go after God, when you start living in God's truth, you are actually in the right place, the good place, the place where God can actually bless you and actually see you come to the place you're supposed to be to fulfill your purpose. When you step outside of the truth, when you wanted to go and do your thing, things might like might look good, but in reality, it's just a deceiving picture. It looks good on the outside, but on the inside, it's completely different. So for instance, it's this kind of example. You, this, let's say that this is you. So just imagine that you're Julian right now, okay? Okay, don't worry about it. You, even if you're a girl, just imagine you have long hair now and all that. Julian is walking through life. He's walking with the Lord. He's happy. But then he sees somebody. Let's say, I'm not really me right now. I'm just somebody else, right? I'm like, hey, Julian, come on in. Come inside to my house right now. Everybody here has been told not to go into somebody's stranger's house, right, or to their car. If you've ever done that, shame on you because you're not supposed to do that. It's for your safety. But what does Julian say in his mind? 
this guy looks good. He looks like he, he could give me some really good stuff in my life. I'm going to go ahead and do it. When he walks in, Julian now is in a dungeon somewhere, starving, dirty, hurt, wondering why he did it. That is what happens when you reject the truth. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 19b says, I, the Lord, speak the truth. I declare what is right. It's God who determines what is right. It is God who's actually trying to give you the good life, the blessed life. If you don't want that, go ahead and follow sin. But when you wake up in the dungeon, you're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Remember, you made the choice. At one point you said, that looks better than God. I want that more than God. I want to follow that more than God. I don't care what the truth is. I want that more than God. Everybody here has heard the message. Everyone here has heard the gospel. They know that Jesus Christ died for sinners. Who's a sinner? Me, you, everybody. Everybody here is supposed to receive that. If you don't want to receive that, even if you're 12 years old, I understand it, 12 years old, I'd be hard to understand the whole meaning of life right now. But even if you're 12 years old, you still should know that you are a sinner who needs salvation, who needs to follow God. That does not mean I just simply believe, but actually going after God every single day of your life, wanting God more and more and more and more. If you don't want that, step outside the truth. Go back into the matrix. Go back into the, the, the lie where you think it's good, but it's just what it is. It's just temporary. Let's bow our heads and let's close our eyes. You can get the leaders up here. Just all, all eyes closed, all heads bowed, please. I want you to be honest with yourself. Are you living in the truth right now? Are you following the truth? Or are you doing it your own way? Seeking after your own things? It's okay if you've made mistakes in the past. It's okay if even right now you're in that place. I just want you to know that it needs to change. You can't just do your own thing. You have to follow the truth of God. You have to follow what God said is the fact. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this time, God. God, we ask you that you would just speak to those here right now, Lord. Truth is not complicated in any way, Lord. It's just simply the fact of where we're living right now and what you've done. God, I thank you for everything you've done in the history of this, of this earth, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing even right now, God. Everybody here has a story, God. You know them, God, and I pray that you would reveal the truth to them, Lord. That you exist, that you are, that you matter, God, that you're more important than anything they can experience in this life, God. 
because you're the one who designed them, who has a purpose for them, God. God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would just speak to their hearts, God, cut through every single hard heart in this place. As your word says that you speak the truth, you declare what is right. I pray that you do that in this place, God. You start to reveal to them that your way is the best, God. Jesus, I would just pray for God for those who have struggled with knowing you, who have had temptations just to leave or they just didn't want anymore to live the right way anymore, God. They wanted to go in to do their own thing, God. I pray, God, that you would show them, you would show them the deceitfulness of sin, God, that you would show them the deceitfulness of empty philosophies and deceptive philosophies, God, that you would show them the deceit of it, God, that you would show them what it really leads to, God. In this place, God, you would show people, God, what it really means to, to be in this world, God, to be a person who, who God said that, that, that God created. Jesus, you can do it now, Lord. Just take a moment. Just talk between you and the Lord. We're not going to just rush right now. Just take a moment. Jesus. Jesus. If you're that person, just start revealing it to God and say, God, there's been times where I didn't want to live for you because I was frustrated with the right way. I was frustrated with doing things the right way, God. I didn't, I didn't even care for it. I felt like it was too hard to do it. That's you in this place. Just start just seeking after God, talking to God. Sometimes your ways seem too hard, God. The wait, I need to be patient for you. Sometimes I didn't agree with what you had for me. I don't want to be this disciple who's on fire. I don't want to be a person who people have to look to and make fun of because I'm always talking about you. I don't want to be the, the one person who doesn't do what everybody else is doing in my school. I just don't want to be that oddball. I don't want to be the black sheep of the family. I just want to do what everybody else is doing. I just want to fit in. Jesus, just soften the hearts, God. Right now, whatever they're dealing with, whatever any person, any person here is dealing with, God, you speak to them right now. for this service, God. And I just pray, God, that you would be with everyone here, God. Start to reveal to people the truth in your, in your word. Let them seek after you and read their Bible, God. Let them pray and then find you even closer and feel you intimately, God. You do it in this place, God. In Jesus' name, everybody said, come on, let's give the Lord some praise. These leaders are up here to pray with you. If you want to receive prayer, please come up. Otherwise, you guys are dismissed. So you guys can go ahead into the, the foyer, or you can go actually to the back where they have the basketball uh, hoops out there as well. Otherwise, we'll see you guys.
say